0: This is a Hot Pie Original.
1: Hi, this is Pat Pearson and Stop Self-Sabotage, sponsored by Hot Pie Media. So I just want to share with you what we're doing here. I am going to be diving into the wonderful messiness of your life. Your hopes, your fears, and emotional issues will be uncovered and given the attention that they deserve. What's in it for you? An uplifting slice of consistent support, renewed hope, and positive answers sprinkled with some fun and laughter. Join me and my experts on Hot Pie Media. Dream big dreams. Big dreams start with little wants. You know, most people I work with are fuzzy about getting what they want. They want good things for themselves. Nobody wants the leftovers or the garbage. But many times we have trouble articulating what those wants really are. Why do we have so much trouble wanting things? It's because we have prohibitions against wanting I remember a classic one when I was growing up. I would see something, I tell my dad I wanted it, and he would say, your eyes are too big for your stomach. Now, I'm not sure what that really meant, but I got the message not to want and not to ask for things, that it was selfish, that it was too much, that I wanted too many things. Now, if you spend any time with children, it's I want this mommy, I want this, I want that. And many times it drives us crazy. And psychologically, we don't want to tell them not to want because we want our kids to grow up and have what they truly deserve and want in their lives. So how do we handle that? Well, we want to encourage them to want things, but with limits. So the new message is something like this. I understand you want X and that's good. And I'm not buying it today. Now, the importance of saying and rather than but is that but cancels out what you said before. If you said it's good to want, but you basically are saying yes, but, and you're telling them it's not good to want things. So you want to say it's fine to want things, good for you that you want things, and we have limits on what we purchase. So we want to move in our thinking to embrace dreams, embrace wanting, and to let ourselves have what we truly want. Marsha Weeder, dream coach of the whole United States, is going to be on in just a second telling us about dreaming. But first of all, I want you to be able to embrace the concept that you can get what you want, to give yourself new permission through self-talk. I choose to want X or I deserve to get X, I can ask and receive. I choose to dream big about. The next step in this is to learn how to dream, and that's where our dream coach will come in right now.
0: We're definitely kindred spirits on that, on that speaker, author, inspire people circuit. Yes, yes. Um, I'm known as America's dream coach because my heart and soul is all about helping people believe in their dreams and then giving them every possible tool and resource that I can to help them actually achieve their dreams.
1: What a wonderful thing to be doing with your life. You know, isn't that fun?
0: It's incredibly fulfilling. I mean, I also help people find their life's purpose and I feel like I found mine. I I truly feel blessed that my life is really about helping people connect to what matters most to them and then of course helping them act on it.
1: Yes, of course. Now, when did your fixation with dreams start? What happened to you? (laughs) It
0: is a fixation given that I've written four four books on the subject. Wow. I would say I've been doing this now, really my life dedicated to helping people realize their dreams for over 15 years Mm. and Every once in a while, I think I'm moving on to something else. Uh And then, you know, the San Francisco Chronicle asked me just to uh, write a monthly feature called A New Conversation About Dreams. So when the feedback comes from the world and people and the universe that you've got something that they want to hear and you know that you have a gift and a passion for sharing it, it keeps you involved and engaged. It does, and, yes. You know, and and I, I love what I do. And I have to say, I mean, next week I'll be sleeping in a tent at Girl Scout camp, <laughs> working with 14 <laughs> to 16-year-old girls, helping them take a stand for their dreams. Oh. I, I also work in some of the most, you know, left brain corporate worlds. And what I have found is that I can't go in and talk to people about their dreams and their vision without also talking about reality. Yes. Right? We, ha- we have to know where we are so that we can design the plan or the strategy for getting to where we want to be. Yes. But the question that I pose to everyone is, what has being realistic cost you? Mm.
1: If we're mm. overly
0: realistic, it can kill our passion and our dreams and, most importantly, our hope. Yes. And... Um, some people would say that this is not a time to dream, that this is a p- time to be realistic, given that sometimes it looks like the world has gone a little crazy, but I stand <laughs> and say it's never been a more important time to pursue our dreams.
1: Exactly. And
0: every dream, I encourage people to have dreams, personal dreams, professional, relationship, health, community, spiritual, family, and of course fun dreams that also often get dropped out when we're You know, so mired in reality.
1: Uh huh. Well, so you're talking to people about uh, the differences then between reality and dreams. Give us a definition of that. uh, Yeah, and also the
0: difference between a you know a a dream and a fantasy, right? So, Mm -hmm. in a dream, Mm -hmm. we can design a strategy for getting there. In a fantasy, like winning the lottery there's nothing that we can do to make it happen mm, mm-hmm. um, and then i think you know dreams are heartfelt they're and the expression of our passion and and the things that we want and we need for ourselves and our loved ones and then our goals you know which are essential would be the next step we set the due date that we're going to either start or accomplish the goal nice. but what i have found is that if we go to strategy too soon What I mean by that is if we get an idea and immediately go into the planning process, it often kills the passion.
1: Hmm. It sometimes
0: compromises on the dream. And
1: that's a very interesting point, isn't it? So we have to stay with the dreaming process enough to get inspired by it, it sounds exactly.
0: like. exactly. And how and do we some do of that? Us, we have to wake our dreamer up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have found that some of us are really good at, at dreaming but need work in the strategy department. Uh-huh. And some of us are great at strategy but have forgotten how to dream. Interesting. So the making yeah. your dreams come true process is very whole brain. You know, I invite people to be... Visionary and creative, but then also be practical and strategic. Mm -hmm. Just don't get practical and strategic too soon. Because what happens is, you know, we all have a healthy realist inside of us. Mm-hmm. and the realist wants to know where's the time and money coming from mm-hmm. for this dream mm-hmm. thing. You know? Right. exactly. Um, but if it's a new idea that you've just begun to think about, about maybe doubling your business or to write a book, or if it's a dream that you've just recent, recently begun to try on, you may not have all the details and logistics and time and money figured out. But if you need, you know, immediately to go to oh, where's the time and money come from, usually we'll, we'll quit or abandon the dream before we've even explored the possibilities.
1: Well, isn't there something, too, that we seed the uh, process of reality by by the dream? I mean, we have to spend time in the dream or or all the strategies in the world won't get us there.
0: I encourage people who are listening to this wonderful program that you're providing to them to carve out an hour of dream time mm. to take a little you know a little a little space and at their own pace sit down with a journal and ask this ever confrontational question which is how do i want my life to be mm. wow. and it's confrontational because if you're truly wanting to be in integrity with yourself the next question must be and what am i willing to do about it
1: that's the big one, isn't it? That is the big mm, one. Yeah. But
0: the what am I willing to do about it one can come a little bit later. Right. You know, if we can hang out and the gee, if time and money were not obstacles, <laughs> if I had the support of the people around me to do what I wanted to do, what would I do? Mm-hmm. What changes would I make in my
1: life? Mm-hmm. Where
0: am I truly not happy? That's I mean, it,
1: Marcia. I'm leaving. I'm going to Europe this minute.
0: Oh, you know, I mean, that, I'm going with you. I was just, yesterday I picked up the Condé Nast magazine. I thought, oh, an island vacation or a little resort in Europe. Yes. That's, you know. That's I, it. And I think it's important for us, you know, that we, and all the people who are listening who are also big dreamers, that we model that we know that life is precious. We know that our time here is brief. Mm-hmm. And the quality of how we live our lives, is so important.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, and sometimes people hear me talk about this and they say, well, it sounds a little selfish, you know. And um, I interviewed a heart surgeon from New York University who told me that when people stop dreaming, it's an amazing thing. There's actually a name for it. It's called apoptosis. Apoptosis is when your brain believes you've outgrown your usefulness which happens when people retire experience an empty nest or when people stop dreaming huh. the brain sends a message to the body that it's no longer needed and people start to physically and mentally self-destruct it's like we become old before we before it's time oh my we're goodness. Too, like we're too young to be that old that's, that's and you know interesting. and that i say that not only is dreaming not frivolous But it's essential to our health and our well being Mm -hmm. that when we're in touch with our passion and our dreams, we have more energy, enthusiasm you know for the for ourselves and the people and the things that we love most so not mm-hmm. only is it not
1: fruitless, it's essential it's essential and uh, and it's not selfish in the sense that if a definition of selfish is that i do something for me and it doesn't really help or it hurts you uh, if i if i'm dreaming if i'm if i'm in the flow and process of of seeing the best of all of the possibilities the grand possibilities of life then i am not hurting anyone I'm helping myself and I'm helping you because if you spend time with me and I can do that and, and share it with you, it's going to invite you to that level. Let me ask you this. What stops people from dreaming? I think you've, you've alluded to we, um, uh, we get critical of our our dreaming capacity you know we say it's not realistic and so i
0: call that the voice of the doubter comes in right so the dreamer says yippee we're going to costa rica to to (laughs) learn a second language and the doubter says i don't think so what's (laughs) going to happen to your business while you're away and of course if we could turn the voice of the doubter down a little it becomes the realist who simply wants to know what the plan
1: is what the plan is but i will
0: say this people think the biggest obstacle for realizing their dreams is money. And I have asked, every time someone says that to me, I ask them this question. I say, well, how much do you need? And the most common answer is, I don't know, but I know I don't have enough. Mm. And Mm. the reason they don't know is because of fear. Right. Fear and doubt are the enemies and the killers of our dreams, Mm -hmm. not time and money. It's the fear that will keep us from sitting down with a pen and paper and saying, how much do I actually need, or where can I barter or trade for this, or Mm -hmm. what are the other creative solutions? Mm -hmm. And it's the fear that keeps us often from turning the dream into a project and breaking it down into the simple steps that we need to do to accomplish the dream. Instead, we'll just put the dream on our to-do list. You can't put, as you know, write a book on your to-do list Mm -hmm. and expect it to ever happen. Mm -hmm. You can't even put, you know, quit my day job. You can't do that. I mean, you can, but but nothing happens. Mm -hmm. So the fear often keeps us from saying, wait a minute, let me take a deep breath. Hmm. Let me write out my dream in as much detail as possible. Then let me write out my fear and my doubt. And then let me ask this question, which one am I more committed to, my dream or my doubt? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> or my dream or my fear and then I always invite people demonstrate that you're more committed to your dream by taking some small action step on it and the mm-hmm. most potent step that you can take is to share your dream with someone on your team a family member a dear friend someone who will say to you how are you doing on your dream and what steps are you taking toward making it actually happen
1: because somehow or other when we when we give it life by articulating it it becomes more more Um, more of a known entity, if we keep it inside and just kind of ruminate on it, it doesn't really live as much as if we say it outside.
0: Absolutely. And what you're actually transitioning to, two things. So the quick dream process, the quickie is, you know, (laughs) get clear about your dream by writing it down and talking about it. Mm -hmm. Number two, remove the obstacles, Mm -hmm. you know, which are primarily the fears and doubts, and choose to believe in your dream Mm -hmm. by... Step three, designing the strategies and taking a small step forward. Mm-hmm. And then the shortcut step really is to share your dream with other people so they can help you take action, mm. which leads me into how the dream process is one of the most powerful tools that I have seen for retention. I think if people can learn to talk to anyone, anytime, place about their dreams. You know, you go up to someone and you say, Huh? Gee, I'm just curious, you know, what's a dream that you're working on in your life? What's something (laughs) that you're passionate about? And anything that they say, you can then talk about how your opportunity is Mm -hmm. the vehicle and strategy for helping them realize their dreams. But more importantly than that, when someone shares a dream with you, you can put on your dream coach hat and say, tell me more. You know, get them passionate about it. And then say, what are you doing to move the dream forward? Or, where are you stuck? Or... How can I help you?
1: And what a wonderful thing to say to someone. How can I help you what reach your dreams? What an incredible gift. And yeah. it's
0: the perfect conversation. And I, I will join. I will sign on the dotted line and be part of a community where I know that I'm going to be encouraged, supported, and celebrated ongoingly as I move toward accomplishing my dreams. Direct selling is the one industry where people actually say, when you share a big dream, they say, "What
1: else? Good for you." <laughs> or, "Gee,
0: I know you can do it." Or, yeah. "I'm behind you." Yes. And then they actually show up that way.
1: Yes, yes. And well, the same
0: thing with retention. If I know that I'm part of a team that's all about making their dreams come true, and that's what my business is in service to, now I'm on board. This builds loyalty, longevity. You know, and I'm proud of belonging to something and, you know, in some place where we're actually doing something that's making a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. You
1: know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everybody had something, a fireman, a nurse, a teacher or something, and you had a dream, and kids dream big. And then we get taught to, you know, to take our dreams and shrink them. But I think the support and love and, and challenge and opportunity of it really helps people expand their dreams. And, that, and then they end up someplace they never even believed possible.
0: Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you know well, uh, that we have to go back and, and necessarily do the childhood dream. I don't necessarily have to go back and be a teacher or a nurse. No, but I if don't. I find the essence of what I loved, my, my dream of helping people or teaching them something.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And um, I was speaking to at a PTA meeting, and a father was there with his 14-year-old daughter. Mom was working. And he did this exercise with her that I always do. It's kind of my signature exercise. It's pretty simple. She, she, uh, she shared her dream with her father. He said, tell me, tell me your dream. And she looked at him with the face of an angel, and she said, Daddy, my dream is to be a teacher and i waited because the logical response these days is teachers don't make enough money
1: yeah
0: well this father turned to his daughter and he said honey you'd make a great teacher
1: mm. anyone
0: that had you as a teacher would be so lucky
1: mm. and this little
0: girl's face lit up and mm. i thought about it later pat mm. that maybe her dream isn't about making a lot of money maybe it's about being a great teacher uh-huh. you know or let you know or maybe because someone said yes to her dream She'll grow up and she'll write a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel, or let's really dream big. Maybe because someone said, I believe in you, she'll be the one who revamps the educational system. Exactly. And I'll add one more thing. Now, with the wonderful opportunities available, maybe she'll grow up and she'll be you know, a, a major leader or a director in a direct selling organization, where she'll make a lot of money through her business
1: and be able to be a great teacher. That's exactly what happens, as, as you know. And uh, following this interview on, on this CD, Dream Big Dreams, you're going to be hearing from Ann Newberry, who is the top person uh, right now in Mary Kay Cosmetics. Started wanting to make $100 a month. Last month made 85000 and, and what
0: company did you say? Mary Kay. Oh, that's fabulous. She's I'm honored to be on the same program
1: with well, you. Well, you are, and you guys are the same kind of women. You're both pioneers, and you are both uh, believe in, in the bigger purpose and the bigger passion. And it doesn't come really a lot of times when you just go out after the money, you know? No, And nobody really does.
0: I think the gift and responsibility also as leaders is for us to empower and encourage others to do the same.
1: And that's where we feel good. You know, that's where we get the the dream bonus points, if you will.
0: Well, it's certainly incredibly rewarding to stand by and watch another person realize their dream oh. and to actually, you know, feel that, oh. huh, I contributed in some way to that. <laughs> it was my first time on national television and Oprah, right? So Oprah comes walking out. The show was about empowering women to start their own businesses. Oh, and wow. I was so excited about being on the Oprah show. I just sort of blurted out, Oprah, what was your dream when you started your company and they they laughed at me after the show they said Marsha Oprah asked the (laughs) question but she was of course lovely and generous and what Oprah said was oh I wanted to create a company where people could have fun Uh this is the richest self-made woman in America (laughs) and she's telling us a lot about herself right but then she went on to say my dream was to create an organization where people would come together make a contribution and then give back to the world. They start cheering, You know, you're doing it, Oprah mm-hmm. And while the energy was at that, you know, really high fevered pitch Oprah took the microphone and kind of said, "And what's your dream, Marcia?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> and put it out in front of me. And I, you know, I, in hindsight, I think you know, boy, you know, sometimes it's scary to share our dreams one on one. But mm-hmm. thirty million people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my mother <laughs> and your mother watched <laughs> the Oprah show. <laughs> and I just took a deep breath and I said, "You know, Oprah, my dream is that people will have dreams again."
1: Ah. Uh. Uh-huh. You know,
0: and so we'll open our calendars and then we'll schedule the date that we're actually going to begin the process uh-huh. or start the exploration. And she nodded, and we went into commercial break, and here's a little behind-the-scenes Oprah story. Oprah Winfrey came up to me during the commercial break, and she said to me, Marcia, you know something that I know. Of course, I was thinking, what could I possibly know that Oprah knows? Uh uh And she said, it's all about believing in your dreams. Uh Oprah said that if she had to attribute her success in life to any one thing, it's that she believed in her dreams even when no one else did.
1: Isn't that something?
0: And what I just very quickly add to Oprah's wisdom is that often there's no evidence that your dream is a good idea or that this is the right time to pursue it, mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're looking in your checkbook or in the stock market or in the newspaper. Right. But the place to look to see whether or not you should pursue your dream is in your heart. hmm
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And if your heart says yes, don't let the world say no. Oh, there'll
0: be plenty of dream killers and dream stompers. This is the place where people say, you can do it. I believe in exactly. you, and yeah. I'm going to support you and help you in getting there. That's what I'm all about as well. I built a whole community called My Dream Circle that is all about when people commit to their dream, my promise is to bring every resource I have to help them achieve and succeed in their dreams.
1: Mm, that is so wonderful. Now tell me a little bit, I want to get back to that, but I want to know a little bit more about how you use the dream process.
0: It has to do with how I am as a leader on my team. Mm-hmm. So if my team is, in essence, a dream circle in itself, mm-hmm. where we demonstrate through our intention and our, gosh, you know, you know we, we set an intention that we're going to use our team, for making a contribution in the world, for helping every individual who's a member of our team succeed in their personal and professional dreams. Mm-hmm. For supporting each other and overcoming fears and doubts. That the culture of my team that I'm a member of or a leader of is all dedicated to helping people, you know, connect to their passion, overcome any fears and doubts, believe in their dreams act on their dreams, and succeed in their dreams. Now I'm a member of something that's bigger than just me. Mm-hmm. It has great purpose and meaning, which is the dream that I hear more than any others. That's I'm right. in service to others, so I'm helping others, which is the other dream that I hear more than just about any other dream. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And along the way, I'm winning big. I'm not leaving. People don't leave when they belong to something that really matters to them.
1: That's that's well said, Marsha. You know, and I uh, get a lot of calls being a therapist, as you know, and uh, from people who have, who their dreams are at least tarnished. I mean, they maybe not have totally lost them, but they're doubting them. And the power of the group and the power of the ongoing dream can hold you through that dark night of your own soul. And I think that that is one of the great contributions uh, that women have to each other and men do, too. You basically can go somewhere or talk to someone on a daily basis or a weekly basis, so go to a meeting, and get an infusion of new dream. And Absolutely. You, and you run out of your own, you know? And
0: we care and we demonstrate it. Mm-hmm. And we believe in others and we demonstrate it. And I'll tell you another thing regarding the dream process, sometimes... You're the only one that believes in this person's dream mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. they don't even believe in it <laughs> you know? and as a good dream coach that's an important responsibility mm-hmm. that you can you can that you can own and feel good about. And if mm-hmm. someone says, if you mm-hmm. say to someone, what's your dream? And they say, I don't have one, mm-hmm. which is, you know, some a lot. I hear people say, well, my dream is to have a dream. It's like, great. This is the perfect place to find a new dream. And we can start small. What's exactly. something that you want for yourself or for your family right now? Right. Is it to put your kids in a better school? Is it to... You know, uh, gosh, you know, because there's, there's dreams in every size and shape, and I always say every every dream is precious. So your dream of spending quality time with your family and friends is just as important as your dream of being able to buy a vacation home. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's all about how we really help each other be successful.
1: Yes, exactly. and and In uh, ev-
0: any way that we measure success.
1: Uh-huh. And, and, well, yeah, and then we share our dreams and, and that there's a place that they can come true, you know, which I... I don't know that there is out there in the, in the same way in the culture, other than in these, uh, in these wonderful companies. Well, there's
0: a lot in the culture that says stop dreaming, especially to men. Stop dreaming, get your head out of the cloud, get your feet firmly planted on the ground, be realistic. Mm. And I think, as I said, it's important to know the reality, but if all we do is focus on reality, Primarily, we become problem solvers. <laughs> and although problem solving is a useful skill,
1: yes.
0: you know, if all we're doing is checking things off of our to-do list, at the end of the day, most of us are frustrated that there's still so much stuff on there.
1: Well, of course.
0: And the secret, I think, for living a more joyful, fulfilling life is to schedule more things into your life that you love. The action steps that are actually moving you forward on your dreams that are the expression of your heart and your soul. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, what most people need to do is quit something. (laughs) You know, (laughs) if we can use passion as the barometer, you can check in and say, huh... You know, Uh, are there things in my life that I'm doing that I don't have to do and don't want to do that I can say no thank you to? I mean, your kids need you or you're under deadline at work. You can't always say no. But if you don't have to and you don't want to do something, consider saying no thank you, quitting something, clear away some clutter so you can start to schedule more things into your life that make your heart sing.
1: You know, I I just want to tell you I have really been helped by you today. Thrill. <laughs> I have uh, I have uh, I feel like I've gone to my own private dream therapy here, and I am just feeling much more um, enlivened than when I started this conversation. And the other thing I love about this,
0: Pat, is that in your inviting me to participate in your program, and then of course me inviting you to participate in mine, and you know, and now us having a, you know a follow up step where we're going to get in touch with each other next week and support each other ongoingly mm-hmm. on our dreams. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes to create a dream circle. Mm-hmm. To reach out to another person who's like you and says, wow, I believe in your dreams. Let's help each other. Sure. That's, that's how simple it can be. Yes,
1: and, and how profound. Because, and how profound. Because you do need somebody who kind of understands your moccasins. All my listeners are, I'm sure are like me right now going, wow, this woman is fabulous. I need more information. So tell us how we can get how they can get connected with your Products in your. Thank you for asking.
0: My website is www.mydreamcoach.com. MyDreamCoach.com. And they can email me directly at MW for Marsha Weider, MW at mydreamcoach.com. And at the website, they can find that information if they're interested about how to join or start a dream circle. Mm -hmm. They can also get information about books and tapes. And also, um, I do teach people and certify people on how to be dream coaches if they wanted to learn my process and then bring it back in to their organization so Mm -hmm. they could officially be wearing the dream coach hat (laughs) so mydreamcoach.com they'll find everything including lots of free articles and information and i'm happy to support them in any way i can i invite your listeners to consider me as part of their dream circle
1: marcia thank you so much you have been wonderful here today and uh, i look forward to us, uh, you know, supporting and enhancing each other's dreams. So thank you. I love that,
0: Pat. And thank you for what you're doing for people everywhere. Your programs are wonderful. Your message is heartfelt, and you're a delight as a fellow
1: dreamer. Thank you. A fellow dreamer. I like that. All right. A dream believer right here. Thank you, Marcia.
0: Thanks for listening.